Thank you, Leah. I am uh, I'm very delighted tonight to have uh, one of our very own precious brother, awesome brother, Brother Glenn Miller, is going to bring a word tonight. And I just want to say before he comes up here, I roped him into doing this. He and I were in a meeting having a conversation, and he began to share a word that God had been laying on his heart. And uh, I just looked, I felt in that moment, felt the Holy Spirit say he needs to bring this word to the church. So, Brother Glenn, would you come and share the word with us tonight? Could you guys welcome Brother Glenn Miller, Pastor Glenn Miller, uh, to the pulpit? And I'm excited to hear what God says to you, brother. Love you. What an honor to stand in this congregation. My question is always the same. Is there anyone here that's excited about what the Lord Jesus Christ is doing in their life? Somebody give him praise. Somebody give him glory. Somebody shout hallelujah to the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords, the great I Am. About a year ago, before I went on to New York for the summer... I was praying for revival for the church. And the Lord spoke to me and said, the church is already in revival. And I said, Lord, I don't understand. He told me that he was sending in many new faces. And that was affirmed when I came back from New York. Many, many new faces. He said that he would send in many new faces through the doors and he will cause them to be faces of permanency, unveiled faces. And I started to look in the Word of God about the unveiled faces. And he took me to, let's go to the Lord in prayer. Father, you know the need and you promised to supply that need according to your riches and glory through Christ Jesus. Lord God, we claim you at your need. Lord God, bless tonight your word. Lord God, I ask, Lord God, that your anointing, your presence, Lord God. The anointing is the presence of God. The presence of God is anointing. Lord God, bless tonight as only you can. Lord God, you told us in your word, Lord God. Lord God, as your children, that we would lay hands on the sick and they would recover. Lord God, you're the same yesterday, today, and forever. You don't change and you don't lie. Lord God, show us. Lord God, You told us to be examples of God as dearly beloved children. Lord God, we ask that you would empower us and direct us tonight by your spirit to accomplish new things to your glory. Lord God, we give you praise. We give you honor. We give you glory. And we thank you that your word does not return void. Thank you, Jesus, and in your name. 2 Corinthians, the third chapter, the 18th verse, it is written, 
Therefore, since we have such hope, we use great boldness of speech. Unlike Moses who put a veil over his face so that the children of Israel could not look steadily at the end of what was passing away. But their minds were blinded for until this day the same veil remains unlifted in the reading of the Old Testament because the veil is taken away in Christ. But even to this day when Moses is read a veil lies on their heart. Nevertheless, the spirit of the Lord, there is liberty. But we all, with unveiled faces, beholding as in a mirror the glory of the Lord, are being transformed into the same image from glory to glory, just as by the spirit of the Lord. It's so neat to walk up to somebody and shake their hand and know that they are the children of God. It's so neat to know that God is sending people in. Look at the new people that continue to come into the church. You know, I cried out to the Lord. I said, Lord, so many are coming, but there are many leaving. And he said, yes. However, how many were saved that left and went to other churches. One of the things that I really admire about Pastor is he continues to talk about how the, the body of Christ needs to come together. We, we need to stop focusing on differences and start focusing on the things that we have in common. I believe right now that it's a time in the church and this church and in the churches that are coming together that we need to follow the instructions that we were given by Jesus in Matthew 9.36. I believe that we need, as Jesus told his disciples, the harvest is plentiful, but the workers are few. Ask the Lord of the harvest therefore, to send out workers into his harvest field. And many of you who are here tonight are those workers. It's written in Ephesians 4 that he gave some as apostles, some as prophets, some as evangelists, some as pastors, and some as teachers for the equipping of the church. When these people come in, these people with faces of permanency, these people that come in that are going to be part of the body of Christ, we need to love on them. We need to understand that that's our responsibility. We need to be prepared. A couple of years ago, the Lord showed me a scripture that has changed my life, and it's Romans, the 14th chapter, the first verse. The Lord instructs us 
to not get caught up in disputable matters. I love the the living Bible paraphrase of that. Give a warm welcome to any brother who wants to join you. Even though his faith is weak, don't criticize him for having different ideas from yours about what is right and what is wrong. You know, I thought about that and I thought about the Living Bible. The Living Bible was actually made for a child. It was a not a translation, but a paraphrase. And aren't we supposed to come to the Lord as a little child? Didn't Jesus say, suffer the little children, come to me? Aren't we to have the faith of a little child? Aren't we to trust God? I trust God for what he's doing right here. I know when I come back from New York this year that the church is going to have many, many, many new faces, not because of anything that is said here, but because of what God is doing here. This is a place where the love of God, the love of God is contagious. It was almost four years ago now that my wife and I walked in and we sat right there, well, one row back, and there was a a guy in front of us named Gene, and Bill and Brenda Lemus were sitting there too, and... I knew that I belonged here the minute that I walked in here because of the love that they poured out on me and my wife. And God's called people here for a reason. It's written, he gave some as apostles, some as prophets, some as evangelists, some as pastors, and some as teachers for the equipping of the saints. We are called here to disciple the people that come through these doors. We are to love on them. We're to forget about our differences and start thanking God for what he has given us in common and that's an understanding that Jesus Christ is the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords, the Great I Am, the Alpha, the Omega, Yeshua HaMashiach, Adonai, Elohim. He is the God of creation and everything that he does is absolutely perfect and even though we can't figure it out, we don't need to worry about it because his word says that he works all things to together for good for those who love him and are called according to his purpose. Somebody say, I'm called according to the purpose of the living God. Receive it. Understand. It belongs to you. And the calling and the gifts it is written are irrevocable. God gave them to you. He loves you. There's nothing you can do about it. 
I'm telling you, I am so excited because I see what God's doing in this body of believers. I'm seeing people healed. I'm seeing people saved. I'm seeing people set free. Right now, as I speak, there is a man sitting in this congregation that for years has had no self-esteem, has thought that he was absolutely worthless, and right now God is impressing on him that he is loved beyond anything that he can imagine and that he is being transformed by the renewing of his mind to know God's good and perfect will because he is called to be used as an instrument of God's peace to reach the lost. So many of us are here. There's a, there's a, a scripture up in the, uh, the youth church. Every Sunday morning when we have intercessory prayer, I look at that and I'm reminded. God, Jesus was asked, what's the greatest of the commandments? And he said to love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, with all thy soul, and with all thy strength. And the second is like unto it. Love thy neighbor as thyself. There are people sitting in this congregation right now and people that watch this service on TV or on the computer right now that have no self-esteem. We need to look at that scripture in reverse. We need to learn how to love ourselves. If God loved us, shouldn't we love ourselves? And how can we give away something that we don't have? I'm watching in the body how people are developing holy boldness. Those people that have been in a shell for a long time are beginning to come out. And they're beginning to allow God to use them in the way they were created to be used. Have walked through so many problems, so much pain. But again, God works all things together for those who love him. And are called according to his purpose. I came in here a week ago Monday. And I've been real upset because of how the enemy has been beating up on people in the church. Especially our pastor and his family. And I came in here ready to fight. And I walked over to Tammy at the piano. And I asked her. I said, uh, what would you recommend that we do as far as... Uh, attacking the enemy's attack on the people in the church. And he said, praise God. She said, praise God. And my attitude went from one of attack to one of receiving the love of God. Because his word tells us, and again, I'm going to say this, he works all things together for good. All things. He dots every I and he crosses every T. Well, I used to be so religious. Right now, I just pray that the tormenting spirit of religion loose this camp. The Lord rebuke you and the Lord slay you, Satan, in the name of Jesus. Because religion controls people. Relationship with Christ will set you free. The Son sets you free. You're free indeed. Liberty. Freedom. We almost had a Jericho march here Sunday morning. Forgive me, Lord, I didn't do it. 
I didn't dance like you told me to. I didn't get up like you told me to. I'm telling you right now, we need to be prompted. Uh Uh-huh, you know what I'm talking about, don't you? Absolutely, absolutely. The Word of God says those who are led by the Spirit are the sons of God. We need to start listening as, as God prompts us by the Holy Spirit to begin to allow the gifts of ministry to flow in a powerful way as never before. And it's happening, it's happening. I'm telling you, God prompts us and because of religion and because of fear, a lot of times we don't do what he tells us to do. I believe that the spirit of the living God is flowing in the church now and we're going to be the sign, seeing the sign gifts of the spirit flow in mighty and powerful ways. God's calling people in from all over. I mean all over. We got people coming from Louisiana. <laughs> Imagine that. I remember the little bottle of Tabasco sauce pastor gave us a couple, maybe a year or two ago. That's Holy Ghost, that's, that's Cajun anointing oil. We need to start allowing the fire of God to flow from the body of Christ onto the people that he's sending into his church so that they will understand they're loved and there's nothing they can do about it. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Galatians chapter 3, verse 26 through 29. The Lord tells us, You are all sons of God through faith in Christ Jesus. For all of you who were baptized into Christ have clothed yourselves with Christ. There is neither Jew nor Greek, slave nor free, male nor female, for you are all one in Christ Jesus. If you belong to Christ, then you are Abraham's seed and heirs according to the promise. As I was studying to prepare to share tonight, I said, Lord, what is, what is, what is it that we need to hear more than anything else? Jesus himself In John 15, 16. I want to share this in a, in a way that I think it will be remembered. I want everybody to look at somebody else. Everybody look at somebody else and tell them, 
this is my commandment, that you love one another. Do you believe that? Are you ready to do that? Been having some conversations with a friend about love, God's love. How many of us can comprehend what God's love, don't raise your hand, really is? I can't. And the word tells me I can't. But this is for each one of us. No eye has seen, no ear has heard, and no mind can conceive what God has for those who love him. Tony, you look like you're going to explode, bro. Good. Don't. It's time the church started to make some noise. Somebody shout glory to the king of kings. Somebody shout hallelujah. We need to start acting like we've been given a gift that is beyond anything that we can comprehend. And it has been given to those who have come to... Sunday mornings, we've got people coming in. Pastors giving an invitation. Those people are leaving, but they're leaving after they raise their hand and confess Christ as their Lord and Savior for the remission of their sins. I'm telling you right now, we were created in His image and His likeness for His purpose. It's time we started getting excited about it. Somebody say, I'm a child of the Most High God. He loves me. I love Him. But He loved me first. I make mistakes. He doesn't. He works my mistakes out for good because I love Him and I'm called according to His purpose. A lot of times I'll walk up to somebody and I'll put my hand on them and I'll just say hello. But it's... I do what I'm instructed to do by the Spirit of the living God. And I believe that I've been called here to help identify the gifts that the Lord has blessed people with. And if I lay hands on you, I may be praying that the Lord bless you with a gift. It is written, Paul told Timothy, stir up the gifts I have imparted into you by the laying on of hands. How many of you feel that you have been gifted by the, by, by, by the Lord with gifts? How many of you feel that you can lay hands on the sick and they will recover? Okay, let's start laying hands on the sick and watching them recover. It's time the church followed the directions in the book. 
when Pastor and I came together this morning for breakfast, I realized that people who have been attending church for a long time, many of them, were just coming to believe. How many people do you know that have been impacted by the religious spirit and come to church because they feel that they're supposed to instead of being led by the Spirit of God. Let's break down these walls of religion and start doing what God has called us to do. Again, I'm excited about what the Lord's doing here. For many years, I had that religious spirit. I thank God that he's delivered me from that. I've been blessed to maintain a ministry called Celebrating Your Freedom. And the verse that that ministry is labeled with is John 8.36. The Son sets you free. You're free indeed. I believe that there are those of us here tonight that have also been caught up in religion and want to get rid of it. That want to truly begin to be led by the Spirit. To be imitators of God as dearly beloved children. I know that there are some people here tonight that have walked in pain for many years. Dysfunction in the family, fear, prejudice, anger. Sun sets you free, you're free indeed. I believe that the Lord still calls people by his spirit to find a place of freedom that is only available through Jesus. And tonight, with the pastor's permission, I'm going to ask for the honor of being able to pray for people that the Lord is setting free. There are some people here tonight that have never, that think they have never received the baptism of the Holy Spirit with the evidence of speaking in tongues. 
The Lord has shown me recently that there are many people that have received the baptism and they have received the gift of tongues, but they have never developed those tongues. And I believe that there are people sitting here tonight that desire that gift. And I believe that the Lord will bless you with it. So, I believe that I've said what the Lord gave me to say today. And I am going to offer an invitation tonight. And I'm going to ask Pastor if he would also pray with people. And we be obedient to the calling on our lives. The Son wants to set you free. And if the Son sets you free, you're free indeed. Father, you know the need. Lord God, we open with this prayer. You promised to supply every need according to your riches and glory through Christ Jesus. Lord God, the fullness, Lord God, tonight, Lord God, pour out as only you can pour out. Lord God, bless those, Lord God. Those, Lord God, that, Lord God, you've ordered our steps and we're here because you brought us here. Lord God, may we be obedient and Lord God, know that you are here with us. Lord God, you promised never to leave us and never forsake us. So where we go, you go. Lord God, strengthen us. Empower us, Lord God. And Lord God, bless us to intuitively know, Lord God, what you would have us to do. As pastor prays so often, Lord God, your will be done here on earth as it already is in heaven. Thank you, Jesus, for what you're doing. And in your name I pray. Just lift your hands right there where you are. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. There are two questions that came to my mind why our brother shared an excellent word tonight. It's where would you be if God had not touched your life? And if you can't answer that quickly, you're not thinking about it enough. What he was talking about is the pure love of God that when people walk through these doors, and you guys know this is who we are and we desire to be. And as he shared, and I share these stories personally, and maybe not publicly enough, but there are people that are getting set free in this house. There are people that are getting rid of religious bondage. I told somebody just the other day, I said, some of the most intimidating people I have ever met are religious people. <laughs> Could you get an amen? I just they, they scare me, I'll be honest. That's not who we're supposed to be. And, and we don't mean religion in the way of doctrine and, and things like that. That's very important. Theology is incredibly important to keep us on track, to keep us focused. I'm talking about people who God is speaking something to. And we all have this tendency. God's speaking something to you to grow you in faith. And what we have the tendency to do is if God said that to me, by God, I'm going to tell the rest of you. And you're going to have to do it too. And that's not the way God operates. We have a personal relationship with the Lord and through the Holy Spirit. 
And it's, it, if you leave here today, I want you to think of, of the word our brother shared, of, of unveiled faces. Take, take that mask off. It, when you take that mask off, then you're sitting in his presence, in his glory. And there is a mirror there, the mirror of the word. And anything that doesn't line up with his word, we set our hearts about changing and allowing God to do something. Amen? I want to encourage you as you go tonight, leave here thinking, where would I be if God had not touched my life? And, and when you think about that, just begin to let the praise and the love flow back to him. That's called a divine relationship, and it is the most awesome thing in the world. Amen. Stand with me and let me bless you as we dismiss tonight. Father, thank you for my brother, Glenn. Thank you for his word. Thank you for his obedience. And thank you, God, for for the, the passion that you've placed within him, he and his wife just to see people loved on and changed by your Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, thank you for moving into this room tonight. Thank you for ministering to hearts and healing bodies and touching people, putting mantles on people, the things that you've done in this place tonight, Father, we're very thankful and grateful for. I bless the people of God tonight. May they be blessed going in and blessed going out. Father, I pray they would be blessed at work and blessed in their homes. May everything they put their hand to have the anointing and touch of God, and may it prosper in that which you sent it, Father. God, I'm thankful tonight that your word does not return void, but that it accomplishes everything that you send it to do. So send your word. Heal, deliver, save. And God, keep us safe in your arms until you bring us back together at the appointed time. In Jesus' holy name. And all God's people said, amen. Amen. Love you. Thank you for being here tonight. Lord willing, we'll see you at the men's thing on Saturday. We're going to have some wings and have a good time in the Lord. Please, please check it out. Sign up and uh, pick up the rules if if you're going to participate.